Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your leanest and healthiest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. My name is Maxim Sigoin. I am a former triathlete, bodybuilder, and powerlifter. I have been vegan for nine years and have coached over 300 vegans to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you today to listen to this episode. Let's get into the show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast. Today, we have a very special episode for the ladies. Specifically, we're going to be talking about cycle, the time of the month, PMS, however you want to call it. <laughs> I know that Obviously, being a man, it's a little bit different talking about this topic. But, you know, we've we've coached over 330 vegans, tra- completely transformed their body. And I want to say that about like 80% of them were women. So I'm very used to having these conversations. And I kind of wanted to share with you ladies kind of like the tactics and strategies that we've utilized to navigate this time of the month and how to manage expectations. All right. So the, the number one thing, as most of the ladies know, listening to this uh, podcast episode is your weight will probably increase during your time of the month. So if you know that you've been consistent with your training, you've been consistent with your nutrition, there's been no other changes in variable besides it being the time of the month and that you see that your weight goes up, I highly invite you to not freak out and to not try to make any adjustments that would be emo- that would be emotion-based because if you look at the pure data, nothing else has changed besides it being the time of the month. So what we found to for our members to be the most successful and to get back on track is don't change anything. Stick to your training, stick to your nutrition. Don't make any adjustments because your weight goes up. And I'm going to share something with you. If you're a very logical person, you're really going to like this. It's impossible for you to put on a pound of fat overnight. It's impossible for you to put on two pounds of fat over two days. Like here, let's do a breakdown together just so that you can understand that it's impossible. People always talk about it. You need to be in a calorie deficit of 3,500 calories per week to lose a pound of fat. If you didn't know that's where the equation of being in a calorie deficit of 500 per day will make you lose one pound of fat per week. That's where that comes from is a pound of fat contains 3,500 calories of energy. So meaning if it takes 3,500 calorie deficit to burn one pound of fat, therefore it takes 3,500 calories to put on one pound of fat. So if you think about you putting on a pound of fat overnight, which is what a lot of people think when they see the scale fluctuate, theoretically, you would need to eat at your maintenance plus 3,500 calories in order to potentially put on a pound of fat. For the majority of the ladies out there, your maintenance calorie is going to be around 1,900 to 2,200 calories. Let's put it at a nice round number of 2,000 calories. So now I have to think about this. If your maintenance to maintain your weight is 2,000 calories and you want to put on a pound of fat, for example, you're going to have to eat 2,000 plus 3,500 calories in one day, which means 5,500 calories. Unless you have an insane binge, you won't even ever come close to potentially putting on a pound of fat, right? But realistically, if you eat this amount of food in one night, a lot of it is just going to be like having more food in your stomach because it's going to be heavier because you have more food in your stomach, more glycogen, more water retention because probably because of the sodium and all the food that you ate. And so I want you to logically comprehend that you cannot put on a pound of fat overnight. And even over the span of 
four days. You're not going to put on four or five pounds. So know that when it is the time of the month, it is simply water retention and bloating and, and all of that. All right. So the other part I want to talk about is obviously the hormonal changes that take place can cause and lead to emotional eating. Chocolate tends to be the stereotype. And so here's what I came up with as a game plan for our members that we're having a harder time with dealing with their um, cravings during that specific time. What I did with them is I gave them, basically, I told them to put three to 400 calories aside per night because the majority of the craving tends to happen in the evening after you've had your dinner. That's when we tend to fall prey to some of the more sugary processy foods. And so I told them, put three to 400 calories aside every night after your dinner. So yes, you're going to have less food during the day. So make sure that you're focusing on plant-based whole foods, focus on really nutrient-dense foods just to give your body everything that it needs. But then give yourself a wiggle room of three to 400 calories every night to eat whatever you want, as long as it's vegan. If there is a craving, give into the craving, just make it fit within those calories. That way you don't feel like you're going off track. You're still able to eat the things that you want. And most importantly, you're still progressing towards your goals. So what that could look like is 400 calories is about a full bar of chocolate, right? If you buy like a 70% dark chocolate bar, probably around that, like 400 calories for the whole bar. So you could technically allow yourself a full bar of chocolate every night, and still be within your calories. And obviously make sure you hit your protein during the day because those are the two metrics that matter the most. And then at the end of the night, you'll have eaten chocolate the way you want to. You could have satisfied your craving. The majority of the time eating a full chocolate bar tends to satisfy the craving. I've never seen someone like go more than one chocolate bar because it's usually too sweet. You've satisfied your craving. You stayed within your calories. You've hit your protein during the day. You're focused on nutrient-dense foods. Therefore, you gave a lot of vitamins and nutrients to your body and you're still on track. Right. And if on some nights you don't have cravings and you don't feel like having that piece of chocolate or whatever that craving is for you, then just add a healthier snack at nighttime. Like if you want, make yourself a nice bowl of popcorn or just have some avocado toast or some carrots with hummus. Like honestly, whatever you want, as long as it's 400 calories. So if there is a craving, eat whatever the craving is and make it fit. And if you don't have a craving, then eat whatever you want. You got an additional like 400 calories that you can eat with. So let's just say you come with us and you start your calories and you're at 1800 calories. So 1,800 calories per day for your cut. And it's the time of the month. You would eat 1400 during the day up until your dinner. You would keep an additional 400 for the evening slash nighttime. Now, there's a few myths that we have to debunk in order for you to be able to accept this truth. One of them is if you eat after 7 p.m., you're going to put on fat. That is absolutely false because if you are in a calorie deficit and you eat after 7 p.m., I promise you, that you will lose weight. If you eat carbs after 7 p.m., but you're in a calorie deficit, you will still lose weight. The main component of fat loss is being in a calorie deficit. There needs to be less energy that comes in than energy uh, that goes out, all right? So knowing that, when you eat the food, doesn't really matter. It makes 0.0000000001% of a difference. The ultimate thing that matters is being in a calorie deficit, right? People have been trying to debunk this for years, for such a long time, and no one's ever been able to debunk it. If you're on a calorie deficit, you're safe. You're going to lose weight, whether you eat it in one meal, five meal, or 10 meals. It doesn't matter as long as you're in deficit. If you hit your protein, that's what's going to allow you to achieve a better shift in body composition in your transformation. So knowing all of those, that if you eat later at night, after dinner, because I know by saying, put 400 calories in the evening towards chocolate or whatever else you want can probably trigger certain beliefs in some of you listening. They're like, well, I'm going to put on fat if I eat after my dinner and all blah, blah, blah. It won't, right? 
And if you think about it from a psychological standpoint, and that's what we do with our members, right? There's a theoretical answer to things, but if the theoretical answer is extremely unsustainable, you're not going to stick with it, then it doesn't matter what the answer is because you're not going to follow it anyways. So I would personally have you have a bar of chocolate every night and for you to make it fit in your calories while you're on your period. And then just continue being back on track because at least while you're on your period, you're still within your calories and eating something that is satisfying you. And after you're done, the craving goes away and you just go back to the regular plan. It's better that than to try to stick to your meal plan all day, fight, fight, fight the craving. And then when you give into it, you feel guilty that you gave into it. And therefore, you're going to eat more, which is going to put you in a calorie surplus. And then you're going to feel terrible that you ate food that you weren't supposed to, that you went over your calories. The next day, you're probably going to try to do what the majority of the world does is trying to compensate. You're trying to cut some of your food. You're going to add more cardio. But then what happens with that? You did more cardio. You're hungrier. You cut some of your food. You're hungrier. And therefore, you have to fight that hunger signal. And then you have more cravings. And then you can see how the vicious cycle starts from there, right? So I'd rather you eat the bar of chocolate, eat three to 400 calories or whatever it is that you want in the evening time, stay within your calories. That way you're mentally okay with what you're eating because you know you're still heading in the right direction and you can still continue progressing towards your goal. So I just thought I would film a little quick podcast on that because it is a big topic and I see too many women struggle with that. And this specific game plan has helped a lot of women navigate that time of the month and handle their cravings and see amazing results in their transformation, right? There's no magical sauce. It's all very logical. Everything that I've shared with you just about establishing a proper structure and a proper structure is what makes the world of a difference when it comes to transforming your body, right? You can eat healthy foods, not lose weight and have terrible body composition. When there's a clear structure of how to eat a healthy food, what composition for your meals for your week and what that looks like, then you see an amazing shift in body composition. It all comes down to structure, which is what we build for our members. Uh, we've had so many members eat clean for 10 years and not be able to like eat clean, like extremely clean, not be able to change their body composition and lose weight. They come into the program within two weeks, they're down six pounds, simply because of the structure of their nutrition and the composition of their meals and their training. So that's what I wanted to share with you all. If this resonated with you and you got some value from that, I highly recommend that you share this podcast with some of your friends because this specific game plans has helped over a hundred fit vegan women in our program crush our transformation. And if you're interested in getting your own fit vegan blueprint and working with myself and the fit vegan coaching team, we still have a few spots available. It is the new year. So spots are limited because there was a lot of people that wanted to, to start with us. But what I invite you to do is to head over to Instagram. There's going to be a link in the show notes and simply private message me transformation, right? Let me know that you came from the podcast and all I like to do is simply have a conversation with you about what your goals are, see if it would be a good fit to help you, and share a little quick video with you to explain kind of a little bit of what we do and see if it resonates. But what we do is we guarantee that our members will get trans, will get the results that they came in for, right? And how we do that through extreme support and accountability. And I am so confident in our ability to help members transform that if you come in and the program doesn't work for you, we will double your investment back. That's how confident I am in the program. So all we need you to do is to follow the game plan, which we're going to hold you accountable for following that game plan. And then all, and all that happens is that you get the results that you want. All right. So I invite you to head to the link down below and DM me the word transformation. I hope you all have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media and leave a rating and review. 
To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Sigoin and on YouTube at FitVegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.